Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hello and welcome back. You're tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show Pop Culture Edition. I'm Laura Bellotta, dating and relationship expert, and joining me today is Greg Omino from the Real Housewives of Toronto. Welcome, welcome. Bonjour. Sergio Alazi, also Hi, from the Real Housewives of Toronto, an international fashion blogger. And Shanaz Mohammed, she's an international trained lawyer and brand consultant, and she is a fashionista herself. Hi. And I think uh, all three of you are fashionistas, pretty much. Yeah. Taking a look at your Instagram anyways. So once a month, we like to delve into all recent pop culture news. Today, we're talking entertainment, celebrities, current events, and of course, how all of this news ties into dating and relationships. So I just want to welcome each and every one of you to the show. Well, thank you for having me again, Laura. I know you love coming <laughs> on the love radio. <laughs> Shanaz, this is your first time. Don't be nervous. Yeah, You're it's You're my be- first time. I'm really excited. Yeah. <laughs> and Sergio, you've been here before. Yeah, well, I'm happy you're welcoming me back. Of course. <laughs> okay, so I want to start off with Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris and being happy for your ex. Mm-hmm. So recently, Chris Pratt just got engaged to girlfriend Catherine Schwarzenegger. Prior to dating Catherine, he was married to Anna Ferris. These two were considered to be a celebrity power couple and even have an adorable son together. So people were so shocked when these two split up back in summer of 2017. And now Chris has moved on and is ready to start his life with Catherine, who he started dating this past June. So what's that? Seven months now. Seven months. Yeah. So Chris announced their engagement on Instagram and Anna Ferris congratulated them and even gushed about their engagement on her podcast. She said that she loves her and she loves him and she's just so happy that they found each other. So I want to know your thoughts on this. How do you guys feel about that? Do you think it's truly possible to be that happy for an ex so soon? Yeah, definitely. I think so. I think it depends on the dynamic that they have with each other and also the fact that they share a child. Mm -hmm. I think she's probably focusing her energy on the new and rebuilding versus wasting her energy being Mm -hmm. negative. Well, I, go? I think so, too, because often relationships are over way before they finally come mm-hmm. quits and, and move out and, you know, the grieving process already started. So I, I think so. Especially yeah, before it hits the public eye. Yeah. They've probably had their time yeah. to deal with it. We need to take a break. We'll be right back. The Pop Culture Edition on the Dating and Relationship Show. <laughs> Listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's the pop culture edition of the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Bellotta, your host. In studio with me today is Greg Omino from the Real Housewives of Toronto, Hello. Sergio Alazi from the Real Housewives of Toronto, international fashion blogger, and Shanaz Mohammed. She's a, f- a lawyer, a brand consultant, and a fashionista. I would consider all three of these people fashionistas, though, for sure. Mm. Recently, Chris Pratt just got engaged to girlfriend Catherine Schwarzenegger. 
Prior to dating Catherine, he was married to Anna Ferris. People were so shocked when these two split up back in summer of 2017. And now Chris has moved on and is ready to start his life with Catherine, who he started dating this past June. So what's that? Seven months now. Seven months now. Yeah. So Chris announced their engagement on Instagram and Anna Ferris congratulated them and even gushed about their engagement on her podcast. So I want to know your thoughts on this. How do you guys feel about that? Do you think it's truly possible to be that happy for an ex so soon? Sergio? I think it depends how you guys ended the relationship. So if you guys ended on really, really bad terms, I think you would still have a bit of resentment considering it's only been seven months. But if you guys ended off on a good note, you guys had a mutual separation and you guys are really happy for each other, I'm sure you could be happy. But depending if somebody cheated or something, I think it takes a little bit more than seven months. It's also depends on the circumstance. But I do Mm -hmm. think ultimately you could be happy for your ex. Yeah, and I think it depends on how emotionally detached you were from that relationship. Uh, And, you know, because some people are are in a relationship and they've left that relationship a long time ago Mm -hmm. and they're just doing the motions, right? Mm -hmm. But on the contrary, if you've just left that relationship but you have strong feelings Mm -hmm. for your ex or maybe you didn't want the breakup and you're hurting from that relationship, then I think it's it's important to take that time mm-hmm. to get over the hurt definitely yeah, before you move on to something else. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I want to know, have you guys, any of you ever had a relationship where you moved on really quickly after a breakup and you did not regret it or the opposite, you actually did regret it? Sergio, we'll start with you. Um, to be honest, I feel like every relationship I've been in, I've honestly just ended it and I haven't really moved like whatsoever like I ended it and I kind of just moved on like there wasn't really any like downtime or any like quick bounce back I think I just like lived my life until the next person came along you 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 didn't have any remorse or well usually it's the other person who screws me over not me who's screwing (laughs) the person over right okay Shanaz um so I think yes and no I think I've been on both sides of the coin and I think it really just comes down to where you are as an individual and how you feel about that person and whatever's gone on in that relationship. So, for example, there's been relationships where I definitely was the one to move on sooner, but I was also the one to check out sooner before. So going back to what Greg would say, it's really what goes on between the two people. So if one person's here and another person's over here, it's all relative to how they feel. Yeah. 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 I agree with you. Like I, I, the same, same for me. Uh, with my previous relationship, I think I, for me, I was ready to move on, and I felt out of love. Mm-hmm. I felt out of love, and and so for me, it was, it was pretty easy to move on. We need to take a break. When we come back on the dating and relationship show, I'm going to introduce you to a new dating app. Stay with us. Relationship show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's the pop culture edition of the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Bellotta, your host. In studio with me today is Greg Omino from the Real Housewives of Toronto, Hello. Sergio Alazi from the Real Housewives of Toronto, international fashion blogger, and Shanaz Mohammed. She's a, f- a lawyer, a brand consultant, and a fashionista. I would consider all three of these people a fashionistas, though, for sure. 
We're talking about being a virgin, dating a virgin, and also talking about double standards uh, for men and women, especially looking at Colton's virginity in The Bachelor, and is it because it's being blown way out of proportion. Mm-hmm. Shanaz, I think you had something that you wanted to, to say. Yeah, so what I was I was sharing before was just that I think in the olden days, people really took this concept and they didn't talk about it. It was just assumed that most people back then when dating were virgins. And all of a sudden now it's like it's assumed that you're not. And so all of a sudden the topic is That being, is so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so true. It's the way it's flipped Where around. Where has it's society, not, like what have we come to really – it's like yeah. now, now it's like before you were shunned on for having sex. Mm-hmm. Now it's like if you haven't had sex, it's like what the heck is wrong with yeah. you, right? Talk about yeah. pop culture, right? <laughs> <laughs> there you have yeah. it. I want to talk to you guys about a new dating app. and uh, But before that, I want to talk to you guys about dating apps in general. So Shanaz, I know that you're single. What has been your experience with dating apps? Um. To be honest, I am not on any dating apps. No? No. Um, have you ever been? No. I have a lot of girlfriends that... Set you up. <laughs> that, that are, and they really try to get me on there. But um, I kind of have an old school mentality where I feel like if it's meant to be, it'll be and it'll come yeah. through. But I don't know, Laura, tell me more about this but, app. But are you... Did I try to set you up one, one day? Yeah, I think I tried to set her up on a date or something. Yes. I'm the app. Ends. <laughs> so you were playing matchmaker. The Grego Me No app. <laughs> Grego's like the real time app. The Grego app. <laughs> okay, but you know, you know that guys nowadays they don't just fall into your lap. Mm. Yeah. For the most part, I mean, they might, but it's it's that uh, the chances of that happening are pretty slim. So you have to actually get yourself out there. What are you doing to meet people, Shanaz? Well, you know what? I just kind of focus on on my work and okay. being around people that I like being around, and I'm out all the Hopefully time. Hopefully, you'll meet somebody networking. through that. Yeah, but with the events, I see the events you go to, and you're probably not going to meet I'm... any guys <laughs> at those events. <laughs> sorry, you, oh, you need sorry. to go to like business networking events, mm-hmm. Shanaz, and that's where you're going to meet your prince. Don't worry, we'll okay. fight Shanaz. Well, Laura, we're, we're going to enlist you for this. I think I've got all these volunteers. Yeah, when I, well, I, you know what, you're on the lookout or I'm on the lookout for you. Mm-hmm. So when I see a great guy that I want to hook you up with, I'm going to do so. I almost had a great guy that joined my <laughs> oh service, my but he did not. So I couldn't set you up. And we do, we do too, huh? Yeah. I, I love how this topic <laughs> yeah. is on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pierre, Pierre, how come you haven't what set her up yet? Yeah. All right, Sergio. Yeah. Sergio, how do you feel? Honestly, are you I, on dating apps? Yes, and I honestly think dating apps are not necessarily like the worst thing that you could happen from it is you just meet some really great people. I made a lot of like even when it didn't work out, I made a lot of really cool friends from all over the world on dating apps because I travel a lot, right? So you could see people, meet people. I've ha- I made a lot of friends in Milan, a lot of friends in New York, a lot of friends in Paris, and that's the worst case scenario if you don't end up finding somebody you like you just make really good friends with people all around the world but dating as a gay man can Mm -hmm. apps really help you find a fulfilling relationship Mm -hmm. because i heard that uh, some of those like what is it grinder and yeah it's just like they're hookup apps yeah so from your experience can you actually you know meet somebody of substance on those apps you can i think it depends what you're looking for if you're looking for a hookup like you go on obviously the hookup apps but if you're looking for something more substantial there's obviously a lot of different apps that you could go if you're just looking for more of a relationship or 
something more, definitely more substantial. See, that's probably why I haven't been on any of these apps. So speaking of dating apps, there's an exciting new app that's going to shake up online dating. I'm talking about The Cove. It's a digital dating experience that matches through meaningful conversation to uncover chemistry within seven days. What's cool about this app is that it uses text, audio, and video, which is completely new, never been done mm. before. Conversations, they move from text to audio and video within seven days. So once you start chatting with someone within those seven days, you are now going to be able to video chat with them on the app, which is wow, really cool because I didn't, I didn't know that you actually couldn't have, you know, you can see the other person live. Now, the great thing about that is that there's no need to worry about catfishing and you're going to have a great idea of who you're talking to. Okay, because that's one of the big issues about online dating is you never know who you're talking to and you waste a lot of time. It also features access to relationship experts and life coaches. And I am one of the coaches that's going to be on there. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. As well as you get loyalty perks similar to Sephora and an airline. Mm. Cove has a loyalty program set up for women that allows them to accumulate points and redeem credits at places like Uber, Starbucks, and Amazon. So the great thing is, so the more you engage, the more points you get and more perks. So the great thing is, one of the issues about online dating is that uh, guys don't seem to get anywhere with it. A lot of them don't, right? They're not successful with it because girls seem to, you know, swipe, I don't know if it's swipe left or swipe right. I think it's swipe left. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not interested. So it's mean? always like swiping left, swiping left, which means I'm not interested in even talking to you. So now with this app, women are um, encouraged to continue the conversation with these guys mm-hmm. so, because when they do, they gain points. And then when they gain points, they can turn them into uh, things like perks uh, for Starbucks, Uber, Amazon, stuff like that. So it's Mm. great because now they're going to be able to give, these guys are going to get the chances that they want and they need. So I think it's a really, really great app. And if you want to give Cove a try, I do have a promo code for you. If you use the code ELBELOTTA, that's B-I-L-O-T-T-A, you will be allotted an additional 100 likes per month. So for a total of 200 likes to use, again, that's L-B-I-L-O-T-T-A. And the website is meetinthecove.com. We need to take a break. We'll be right back on the Dating and Relationship Show. We're going to continue talking about the Bachelor franchise. Listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's Sunday night, time for the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, the pop culture edition. And look at my wonderful guest today. We've got Greg Omino from the Real Housewives of Toronto. Welcome, welcome. Sergio Alazi from the Real Housewives of Toronto. Oh, the shades go on. He's on he's live now. The shades <laughs> I'm about go to be on. shady. <laughs> Shanaz, where are your shades? I got them right here. You put them on if you want. Yeah. You guys are cool. So now I need my shades. Yeah, so Grego, we're not cool enough. Uh, Sergio's also an international fashion blogger. And Shanaz Mohammed, she's a lawyer, brand consultant, and a fashionista. She's wearing white today. Yep, all white. All white. Breaking the rules. (laughs) So I want to continue talking about the Bachelor franchise. 
Former Bachelorette Caitlin Bristow and Sean Booth, they broke up. Mm. Were you guys shocked at that? Did you even hear about that before today? You guys, <laughs> I, as, as I admitted, I don't really watch The Bachelor. I'm watching this season. Okay. But, yeah. So they yeah. were together for three years before calling it quits. Mm. And only a few months later, Caitlin, well, it's only been a few months, and Caitlin has already moved on. And uh, she's dating that Tarek guy, Tar- Jason Tarktik. From um, he was one of the fan favorites on The Bachelorette last season, mm-hmm. and the thing is, is that they've been blasting their relationship all over social media. Mm-hmm. All right, like she's going heavy with it. Pretty much like this guy, like their relationship is so strong, it can never be broken. All this stuff. So poor Sean, I, I kind of feel sorry for him. He's been tormented over it. He's not doing very well, and so I want to know your thoughts on the situation. So I'm actually looking at her uh, Instagram page right now and I was like I don't really see much of you know the new guy but I there's there's a quote she um she wrote I, I really she posted I think these people are on Twitter too right so oh okay mm. but she this is a post she posted and I really I think I I, I really like what she posted she said are there any rules when it comes to love mm-hmm. there is just one let it change you let it leave you better than you were before so I guess she was never really in love with so Sean. I think That's it, what I, I don't think it understand. says it all. I think, I, so here's the thing. I mean, if you're in love, all the power to you. But when it comes to the point where it's like you're publicly, you're in the public eye, the person you were with is also in the public eye, and then you know it's hurting them, so, or, mm. you know, or affecting them, then maybe, you know, not just, you don't have to be in love with them to just be classy and respectful. Again, I didn't see what was on there. Mm-hmm. But if this guy is so tormented, I, he's also kind of got to grow up. Yeah, I have two Did things you, yeah. to say about this, actually. I think when you're on a show like The Bachelor and it's all about falling in love and falling, finding the one person in the world that you truly, truly are meant to be with, I think it, there's a lot of pressure from fans to kind of maintain that relationship, even though it's not a healthy one. So maybe something happened and she feels the need to overcompensate Compensate by maybe he That's hurt her. That's good. And maybe Sergio. she feels the need to overcompensate and really like show everybody that you know what, even though it didn't work out, there's still you could still find love. I think the way maybe she's going about it, I think analyzing it, I think maybe he hurt her and she's trying to get back at him by showing him that, oh, look at me, look at I'm so happy I don't need you. But that's what I really think. That is a good point. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, I think that sometimes people feel like when they do break up. It's like, oh, was it me? Is there something wrong with me? And then I think it leads to like insecurities too, though, in a person. But if they over uh, compensate, it's probably because they're trying to, you know, maybe prove that, hey, it wasn't me. I'm mm-hmm. good. I fell in love. So, so, so how do you handle seeing an ex with someone new online? What are your thoughts? My thoughts are just don't go on their social media. I mean, <laughs> don't look. <laughs> yeah. Don't look. Yeah, and don't hang. Don't, don't hang around their friends, or yeah. you know, tell your mm-hmm. friends that you don't want to know anything about uh, their new relationship if they have one, and just yeah, delete, delete, delete. Yeah. Like, just yeah. I think we're all responsible for what we choose to consume and take in. Yeah. And uh, like, we talked about this on one of the previous shows, but do you feel that uh, you should be deleting them off your social media if you do break up? Well, it depends how, how the Soon. relationship ended, you know, if it was good terms, no, but if, if... I would feel uncomfortable, though, having an ex-boyfriend on my social media. Meanwhile, I'm posting pictures with my new boyfriend. It's just like... But they're going to look at it regardless. Yeah. Like, well, either or. Well, I not think... really. Not if you block them. 
But well, then that's I rude, mean, right? People so, make up yeah, fake that's accounts that's just to be creepy. You know, there's yeah. a lot of people that <laughs> make <laughs> accounts just True. to creep you. Just you're right. Yeah. That's, that's a touchy, touchy subject. But I'm sure a lot of people are curious about it. So I want to know, though, Sergio, would you delete? To be honest, I think even not necessarily like even with relationships or even like friendships that have dissolved, I always think it's a good idea just to like completely block the person out, even though sometimes you may like go and look from somebody else's phone and see what's going on just to see how they're doing. Not necessarily. But years down the road, you know, I might go on an ex-boyfriend's feed from 20 years ago. (laughs) Like it's over and clearly we're not getting back together. And I just want to know how he's doing, Mm -hmm. you know, what do his kids look like, that sort of thing. But there's a difference when you're not over somebody and you're creeping on their stuff. You should, I think you should definitely like not look at their, until you're 100% over the person. I think also it's kind of fun to look back, like like you were saying, in like yeah. 20 years or a couple years mm-hmm. and just see how that person is doing because you did have a bond with that person at one point, right? So I think it is interesting or, to see how they or, evolved. Or yeah, or look back and go, I wonder who they're dating, that poor, poor person. Oh, <laughs> I feel sorry for that person. I think immediately <laughs> after breaking up, there should be a time where there's yeah. like, there's good space just mm-hmm. to... Yeah. And I also think yeah. that allows for to see if the relationship really is going to work, right? Yeah. We need to take a break. We need to take a break. <laughs> We're getting carried away here on the Dating and Relationship Show Pop Culture Edition. Stay with us. to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Bilotta, your host. Greg Omino from The Real Housewives of Toronto is here with me today. Sergio Alazi, he's from The Real Housewives of Toronto as well, an international fashion blogger. And Shanaz Mohammed, she's a brand consultant, lawyer, and fashionista. And we're... Talking everything, uh, celebrity, gossip, dating. Mm -hmm. We're having so much fun here today. I want to talk about Selena Gomez and anxiety now. Oh, yeah. Mm. Julia Michaels recently released her new album, Inner Monologue, and one song features a collaboration with Selena Gomez called Anxiety. The two have worked together in the past, but this is their first proper duet. So Julia Michaels told Billboard that they liked the idea of doing a song together. They were talking about their relationship with anxiety. um, And we're not throwing fists in the air, but we're just saying, hey, we have anxiety, but we're okay with it. Now, the conversation about mental health is going strong, okay? According to... The Anxiety Disorders Association of Canada, one in four Canadians will have at least one anxiety disorder in their lifetime. So I want to talk to you guys about anxiety now. This is actually a pretty serious issue. Mm -hmm. And I think we've, I I mean, I've had anxiety before. Have all of you experienced anxiety? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys ever wake up in the middle of the night and think you're dying? Is that a panic attack or is that anxiety? (laughs) I think that's... It's a panic. It's definitely a panic attack. I've had, I've actually experienced that twice and it is really, really scary. Only twice? 
Twice, so, yeah. I've experienced it more than twice. I When I get stressed out, like there's a lot going on in my head, I do that. I Yeah, that happens to me. Mm. I get up in the middle of the night and I, it's, I just think that I'm dying. Oh, it's it's horrible. horrible. It's a horrible feeling. But, but yeah. Sorry. sorry no, it's okay. Drunk, but no. you know what I, I was told? I probably experienced it more, but I actually went to the hospital and they're like, you know what? Every time you have a panic attack, just tell your mind, take deep breaths and tell yourself that you're having a panic attack and like psych yourself out and it helps you like calm down. I yeah. think with with all of these things, it's important to be conscious of it. And like you said, it's a big topic. So, you know, um, Bell Let's Talk Mental Health uh, Week was a few days ago. And I think when it comes to having something like anxiety or panic attacks, if you give yourself, like Sergio was saying, tools to deal with it, acknowledgement is also really powerful when you actually say, okay, I think I'm having an attack and you put it where it needs to be. When you identify it, then it kind of helps you get out of it. I used to get that when I was going to events right before going, you know, to get my photos taken or something. I would like have this heaving. So so let's talk about and, why anxiety is such a huge issue these days. Why do you think people are, are getting I anxiety? Mean, just to, like the world we live in. I mean, we have so much pressure. Society pressures. We're, we're you know, go, 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 go. It's we need, you know, have, have validation. Have this, have this. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and, and I mean, in a daily basis, we, we get all the social pressure. So as well as mental illness yeah. and hormonal changes. Yeah. So this past mm-hmm. year, I went through a crazy bout of anxiety. I even posted about it on social media and people were like, are you okay? I was thinking, I don't know. I it went on for about two weeks. And it would it started with this like, feeling this lump in my throat and and it would it start when I sat down with clients like as a matchmaker I'd sit down with clients and I'd feel it coming on again and I thought I was going crazy literally and I thought this is horrible like how can people live with this Mm -hmm. I felt so horrible doctor tried to put me on medication and then I was like is that an antidepressant she's like uh, no, it's not. I went home. I researched it. It was an antidepressant. I was like, I'm not depressed. I'm not taking this mm-hmm. medication. So I just let it ride out. It, it took about two, two and a half weeks. But I'm telling you, I paced the floors. I was panicky. I, I thought I was, I don't know, I was on another planet. Anyways, it was the most horrible thing I ever had to go through. I and- think also like with what Grego said, it's like the pressures of you know, comparing yourself to, you got to ask yourself, what is it that may have triggered you to get anxious? I think it was the hormonal changes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was, yeah, I don't yeah. think, because I don't, yeah, I don't look at other people and care yeah. what they're wearing. And, and I think someone like uh, Selena, what they have. Selena Gomez to share and talk about her, you know, mental illness. I think it's amazing. I mean, I she too. is such a big star and have so many, so many, like millions of followers. And for her to share about, you know, going through anxiety. I think it's it's really powerful. And I think it's important that if you are in a relationship that you help your partner deal with it and that you do help, yeah, your partner out when you're having anxiety because the last thing you need is somebody not believing that you're yeah. having an anxiety attack. And or, judging you. Or, or not taking it seriously. Yeah. It's like, you know, if, if someone said, I, I have to go to the hospital, yeah, well, don't worry about it. You're fine. You're fine. That's not the way to deal with it, you know, because mm-hmm. you do. You have to take deep breaths and oh, help me, help me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, what are some personal triggers for anxiety and and how do we take control and eliminate these triggers? Yeah, like I think some of, for me, I think some of the triggers are when I when I feel like I'm out in a very busy public place and all of a sudden I have like a million things to do and I feel like people are watching me somehow it just triggers me and I get really anxious 
I I have a glass of wine. <laughs> I love it. Gregor, Gregor's self-medicating. I think my trigger for anxiety is is the same. It's it's being like thinking about all the things you have to do, or also just like really thinking about things that were really bad in your life, like some horrible moments, like things that you really do not want to remember. And like if you think about them and really analyze them, I feel like that gives me anxiety. Mm-hmm. Have, but have you guys like what is your anxiety look like though? It made me, do you go into full panic mode or is it just you start sweating a little bit and you have to well, take a few know. deep breaths? Yeah. <laughs> I just I just get a little hyper, I think, and then I know what's up and <laughs> now I'm really good. But I, I, would like get really, I would get really like hyper and I'd be like tense. And if somebody like said something to me, I'd be like snappy. Yeah, I feel here. like I'm on edge or I'm very, it feels like very, very like severe stress. Like you're about, your heart's about to like explode out of your Pierre, uh, um, Greg was putting you on the spot. She <laughs> yeah, wants how, you on the mic. How, how do you, like, how do I usually react when I get anxious? I don't know. We just leave the house. <laughs> we just leave the house. Okay. You don't pour a glass of wine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I pour myself a glass of wine. Maybe a tequila <laughs> shot too. Yeah. <laughs> a tequila shot. All right. It's time to take a break. We'll be right back on the Dating and Relationship Show. We're talking about Miley and Liam. Listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're listening to the pop culture edition of the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto with my special guest, Greg Omino from the Real Housewives of Toronto, Sergio Alazi from the Real Housewives of Toronto, and international fashion blogger, and Chanaz Mohammed, lawyer, brand consultant, and Fashionista. <laughs> fashionista. I was going to call her a socialite, but she's like, don't call oh that on there. <laughs> I literally she was just... like, I hate when people say that. I know, I know. So I didn't, but I did now. But you're not a socialite. You are a fashionista, okay? I want to talk oh, about uh, Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth famously got married just after Christmas, and now they've made their first public appearance as husband and wife. Liam and Miley, they have a lot of history together. They were engaged in 2012. She was only 19. He was 22. Quite young, I think. Uh, They called it quits only a year later. And this was around the time when Miley released her album, you know, uh, what was it, Bangers? And then she spiraled into some crazy wild phrase. Remember that phase where she's like, every, she had her tongue sticking out yeah. everywhere? Well, how did you... shaved off. Like... Yeah. Yeah. I think that whole thing caused Robin Thicke his marriage. Like, who knows? <laughs> oh, Remember yeah, when she did that point, whole yeah. performance with him and then shortly thereafter, him and his wife were like, done so? Mm. Okay. Do you think they had a little affair or something? No, I just think that she she was out there. <laughs> I doubt she's gonna have an affair. Yeah, I don't think they had an affair with him. I just, I well, yeah, questionable well, behavior. And all right, still so thinking others were just not happy with it. So yeah. Miley opened up to Billboard saying that she and Liam they grew in different directions and and how they had to learn to refall for each other. So, do you think it's important to have certain life experiences before settling down? Shanaz, we'll start with you. <laughs> yes, 1,000%. And I totally agree, 1,000, 1 million percent. <laughs> Grego? 
Yeah, I agree too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Things like and Sergio. I agree too. And I think 19 and 22, especially being with, with that level of wealth and that level of people seeing you every day and being in the media, I feel like that just adds like extremely more, like a lot more pressure on them. So I think it's definitely good that they waited because mm-hmm. now their relationship actually does have a chance. And I think it's important to do a lot of things before you get married. Sold your oats, let's say. <laughs> Things like traveling. I mean, you can travel together, but it's really important, I think, to do things on your own. Mm-hmm. Accomplish a goal if you, if you know. Or just know yourself better know before yourself. you start to. Know yourself to the core. Mm-hmm. Who are you? What are your passions? What mm-hmm. do you like? Who do you feel would be a true fit for you? You mm-hmm. can't know all these things if you don't learn more about yourself. So I think it's a really important to um, to take care of yourself. And Get out of this uh, thinking, get away from this thinking where you need somebody to complete you. Mm-hmm. I, I can't stand mm-hmm. that. Like, you complete me or I need you to complete me. No, you need to complete yourself. <laughs> I agree. I, I agree. think your partner I... should enhance your life and I think sh- they shouldn't complete you. No. I think you should complete yourself and then have somebody to help better you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And do True. you... Do you guys think that there's such thing as the right person, but at the wrong time? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Timing. Yeah. yeah. I think it goes to what you were saying earlier. It's it's maybe that person is the right person for you, but because you haven't done the work that you maybe need to do, it's bad timing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, personal insecurities. Maybe people are uh, just at the... Uh, at the right place but at the wrong time and they're going through different emotions you know Mm. um jobs or whatever the case may be um but i think it's also important when you are taking a break that you keep your distance away from each other what do you guys think about that because i agree like if somebody says i need a break give them a break Mm -hmm. don't come at them and beg them to come back or, you know, because that, when that happens, the person's just going to run the other way and then you're never, ever going to get a chance with them. So sometimes just just people need a little bit of space to figure themselves out and, mm-hmm. and figure out if this relationship is truly what they're looking for. Do you think that your first love should be your last? No. Do you think it's necessary to date a variety of people before you find the one or, or settle down? What do you think? So I, I I don't know. I think it depends on on what's important to you. I have a really old school mentality. So as you know, I don't really date often and my relationships are usually long ones. Um, But I think it's, it's important to really just go back to knowing yourself. So if you are somebody that wants to you know, be with a partner and you miss that companionship and that's what's important to you, like by, by all means, Grego, you uh, have been with Pierre for Pierre for <laughs> <laughs> twenty two years. Yes, twenty two years. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was pretty young when we met. How how young were you? Um, twenty one. I was twenty one. So he must have been your first what? true but love. He was my yeah. He was my first true love. Yeah, I did a few guys before, and um, like huge. Naz, I I was never a big dater before. Um, and always in long-term relationship. But uh, he was my first true love, yes. I think it's important to to date a variety of people before you settle down just because it, well, first of all, it depends on your age. If you're, you know, 14, 15, and you're hooking up with somebody at that age, 
that's I just think that's a horrible thing. But hey, you see, I just saw a video the other day of an old couple. I think they they met at 15 and they're still together. They're like 90 or something like oh. that. But that just doesn't really happen often. Well, that's does the whole it? thing, right? It's like in the olden days, it was so normal for people to get married really young, stay with their partner. Like a lot of our parents' generation, that's kind of what was the norm for them. And when you get together with your first love or the per- first person that you think you love, because sometimes when you're young, you think you really love someone, but what is love? Like you don't really yeah. love them, right? Mm-hmm. You never grow. So, because meeting new people and having new experiences changes you and it, it shapes you into who um, you are and, and who you're meant to be. And I think that's it. That's it for our show today. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for joining me, everybody. How do Thank we get you. a hold of you, Grego? Grego, I. <laughs> I don't even know. Mm. <laughs> On Instagram. <laughs> Grego, Grego Give them your Mino. phone number. <laughs> at Grego Mino. Yes. Shanaz, how do we get a hold of you? Well, you can go on my LinkedIn for Shanaz Muhammad. And I do have an Instagram page that's private right now. But it's my first name and last initial. And Sergio. So my Instagram is at Tuxedo Sergio. And I will be going to Milan and Paris Fashion Week soon. Ooh. So you guys definitely should follow me. It's going to be a very interesting ride. Okay. Ooh. And yes. I'm I'm hosting a cooking class dinner party at the Depreneur Kitchen in Toronto on February 6th. I'd love for you to join me. It's always a great time. I'm also hosting a Fire Meets Ice Mixer at Ontario Place on February 14th. It'll be a fun outdoor night of mixing and mingling, skating, bonfire. And what they've done with the space is so amazing. The lights are gorgeous there. Go to singleinthecity.ca for more info. See you next week, everybody. Ciao for now. Bye. 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 Woo!